Good morning, everyone. Welcome to King's Church. Uh, if you're watching online as well, you're very welcome. Well done for all you early birds for coming nice and early. And I hope the run wasn't too, um, yeah, didn't, didn't get in the way too much. Um, I'm Corey, if we've not met before. Uh, I've been part of the King's Church family for ooh, uh, 13 or so years now. That's a long time, actually. It makes me feel old. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be blessed this morning with our worship team. We've got Rochelle, Bay, and Ola leading us. We've also got a baby celebration and dedication um, just after that, so um, I'm sure that'll be a blessing to the families and to the babies as well. So um, just going to open up in prayer, and then we'll, we'll get started with the worship. Uh, Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for the wonderful weather that the sun is shining, and I pray to thank you for what you're going to do here today, Lord, for the, the babies that are going to be dedicated to you, God, the, the celebration we have as a family that we can come together to Thank you for the blessing of new life in our community. And I pray you just use today's service as a way to speak to us, God, for you to bring what you want us to, to hear from you, God. And I pray for your spirit just to be moving amongst us, that we feel liberated and free to worship you in all your glory, God. And I pray to thank you for um, yeah, this, this new thing you're going to do today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Over to you, Michelle. So we're just going to start by just inviting the Holy Spirit in. Like, I think when we think about places where God has moved, the Holy Spirit has always come before him. So think about Acts 2, um, we see the movement of the Spirit and we just see all the amazing things that happen. So we're just going to start by bringing the Spirit in and just allowing him to come and take his place and say that this is his place where you can come and move and God can do whatever he wants. So just open up your heart, just begin to pray to him, just invite the Holy Spirit in today.
Thank you. 
atmosphere of praise and lifting God up. We're going to do that with our finances. It's one of the many ways we can express our gratitude to God, but also we show his His rule and reign by the way we trust him with our finances, that we can say, God, you use this for your glory. And so in this atmosphere of worship and praising God, we're going to have a steward's weight on us. There'll be ways to give online as well uh, behind me. But yeah, just keep this atmosphere of praising God that he rules and reigns even in our finances in our everyday.
So 
yes, Lord, you're worthy of our praise in good times and in bad times. When we have money and when we don't have money. When we've lost somebody and we have not lost somebody. When there are problems in the family and there are no problems, oh Father, you remain constant, you remain the same, you are trustworthy. You tell us in your word that peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, I do not give you, and I do not give to you as the word gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, do not be a praise. Praise God in every situation and it will give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. sacrifice living a life of sacrifice living a life of sacrifice you know in the Old Testament incense are normally burned as a way of uh, a form of offering a form of sacrifice to God and as we we're singing the song that was what I was hearing that if we say he deserves all the glory if he says he's worthy of it all then our lives have to 24-7 be an incense rising to God we have to live a life that is worthy of the sacrifices of God. Our lives have to be a sweet-smelling incense, rising up to God in recognition of that which Jesus did for us on the cross. So this is a prayer for us, that day and night, let my life be a sweet-smelling incense to you. Day and night, in private and in public, let my life be a sweet-smelling incense to you. 
And you know, people, we have the Holy Spirit in us to help us do that. The Holy Spirit is in us. Every believer has the Holy Spirit living in them. And it is for us to be so tuned into the Spirit, to hear what the Spirit is telling us to do, and to step out and do it, to walk in the Spirit, because we already have the Holy Spirit. So let our lives be the sweet smelling incense, giving glory to God day and night. Amen. Just as we continue to sing this, why don't you just picture yourself where you'll be at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning? Why don't you just bring to mind what you'll be doing maybe tomorrow afternoon? Just bring to mind that the activities that you've got planned this week, where you'll know you'll be on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Bring those things to mind right now as we sing, You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of every moment of my life. You're worthy of my work life, my study life. You're worthy of my family life. You're worthy of how I handle my finances. You're worthy of how I bring up my children. Just bring those things, how that applies to you in your life right now. Picture them in your mind. Let's sing together. Day and night, night and day, let incense arise. Day and night, night and day, let incense arise. Day and night, night and day, let incense arise. Day and night, night and day, let incense arise.
worship team. Um, we're going to have a real privilege coming up soon to almost live out from God all things and to God all things, but in a way we dedicate our babies that have been born with us recently to God to thank him for his, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to thank him for his blessing and his provision with babies, but also to dedicate them to God to say, God, we're going to raise these children in a way that pleases you and that they'll look forward to a long life praising and, and walking with God. Um, before we do that, I'm Corey. If we weren't here at the start of the meeting, um, I'm the host today. And uh, we've got a slightly arranged service today. The refreshments are actually, it's good news. It won't feel like it, but it is good news. The refreshments are happening after the service, which does mean you have loads more time to talk after and get to know one another a bit more. But that's going to happen after the service. So there's going to be a short break uh, just before the preach where we can take the kids down for kids ministry. But Right now, we're going to have the uh, baby celebration. Richard is going to be doing that, so Richard's going to come up now and perform that. Thanks, Corey. Fantastic. Brilliant. Um, in Proverbs um, 22, actually, before I read that, um, let me just say, um, for those of you that battled um, with the road closures and, and traffic this morning due to the great match to run. Sorry for the slight oversight in arranging um, our baby celebration. Um, when some of you are bringing visitors maybe that aren't used to coming to this building and, and we managed to clash with one of the most difficult Sundays um, for getting here. So well done um, for making it here. Um, and apologies as well from Judith, my wife. Judith's um, preaching in our Women's Shore community today. She was very mad that we put it on today as well. She's gutted not to be in um, Lucundo and Damir in South Manchester with our community there. So, um, but for those of you that made it, for those of us that are here, well done. Um, we're really excited about this moment. Um, in t Proverbs 22 and verse 6, it says, Start children off on the way sh they should go, and even when they are old they will not turn from it. Start children off on the way they should go, and even when they're old, they will not turn from it. And just before we move on from this point, I know that there may be some amongst us this morning that you have started your children off on the way they should go, and right now, it may feel like they're wandering slightly. Right now, it may feel like they're not exactly on the path that you hoped they would be on. I want to encourage you to hold on to this verse. When they are old... They will not depart from it. If you've started your children off on the way they should go and you've brought them up in the knowledge and the ways of the Lord, hold on to that verse and believe it, that God will come through and that they will come back um, into a great and amazing and vibrant relationship um, with him. But for these families that are coming out um, this morning that are bringing their babies, their children, um, to dedicate them to the Lord, you know, we as a pastoral team are not going to do the dedicating this morning. The parents are going to do the dedicating. They are going to dedicate their children to bringing their children up in the knowledge and the ways of the Lord. And we as a church family are going to stand with them and pray for them and bless them and commit ourselves that as much as we are able to, we will support in any way we can because we want these children to grow up knowing Jesus knowing a community that loves God passionately around them, a community that will be there for them in any way that they can and support them, encourage one another as we go on with Jesus. Parenting is a challenging job. Parenting is a challenging job. I've been doing it for 23 years, um, and it's hard work. Um, 
but it is an incredible privilege and incredibly rewarding. Um, we just need to pray for these guys that we stay coming up this morning to stand with them, to, to support them, and to believe God with them, that their children will come to know Jesus from a young age and will love him throughout a long life. Amen? That's what we're believing for. So, okay, thanks. Secrets. Um, from Luke um, and verse 18, uh, sorry, Luke chapter 18 and verse 15, we read this. People were also bringing babies to Jesus for him to place his hands on them. And when the disciples saw this, they rebuked them. But Jesus called the children to him and said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. For the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly, I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to let the little children come this morning. Um, we're going to, uh, as a pastoral team, place our hands on them and bless them. And we are going to pray as a church for them and for their parents. Does that sound okay? So I'm going to call out. This is the big moment where I try and get the names right. I'm going to call out the people that we're praying for this morning. Uh, and when I call you, feel free to come. And feel free, if you do have people with you who are supporting you this morning, um, or there are people in the church community here that want to stand with you, that's okay. They can come uh, and gather around you too. And we'll just spread across. Um, just The little secret was that sadly one of the families couldn't make it after all this morning. So there will be plenty of space anyway. So just spread out across the front here. So, Damilola and Arla... Damola, I'm not used to calling you Ola Damola, Damien Babs, um, are bringing their baby boy, Gabriel Ayomide Oluwafaremi Babalola. Giselle Johnson and Jean Masangu are bringing their baby girl, Eliana Joy Masangu. <laughs> James and Sophia Kazi are bringing their baby boy, Michael Ikena Kazi. And Corey and Leah Stout are bringing their baby boy, Jeremiah James Stout. You can feel free to spread along here because that's it. We've got the four families. So um, anyone who wants to come and pray with these guys, um, that's great too. But what I'm just going to invite us to do to start with is just to take a moment. We will um, stand as a congregation and we will be um, praying for you and we'll all pray together. But I want to encourage you to take this moment as parents, just where you are, um, to pray and to dedicate your children. To pray um, so that those that are gathered around you can hear you um, make that confession that says, we are committing ourselves to bringing up these children in the knowledge and the ways of God. We're dedicating them to you. So we're going to take that moment to do that, and then we're going to come and pray for you, uh, for your children too, okay? So let's stand together as they do that to show our support. We can all be praying together at once. 
for these families as they dedicate their children to the Lord. So now we're going to lay our hands on these children and bless them. Kofo, we need you. Where have you gone? Um, and anyone in the church family that wants to come out and, and pray with these guys, feel free to do so as well. Let's come out and bless um, these children. And all of God's people said, Amen. 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 Let's give a round of applause for these 
new members of our family. Bless you guys. Thank you. Oh, don't go anywhere. You're right, you're right to, to linger. We do have something for you. There you go. Now we can do one last round of applause and they can take their seats. And Corey, as soon as you're ready, <laughs> you have duties to perform. Thank you, Richard. That was really nice feel very fatherly right now. <laughs> uh, um, but it is time for notices. The second best part of the meeting after that. Um, first up, we have a time of worship called Deepa coming up on Friday. So we've got the, mm, there we go. Um, as a really great time just to kind of have extended time of worship as, together as a family. We get to really dig into God, get to listen more to him and to yeah, just give him all the praise, really. So um, deeper, half seven till about nine on a Friday. It's a really great time to, yeah, just press further into God. And then um, we have an announcement about Alpha, which I think Josh is bringing. He's on his way. Um, I would just like to give praise to Josh. Actually, I've done Alpha with Josh before, and it's been really good. He's a great Alpha guy, and I'm sure he's going to tell you all about it. Thank you. Uh, good morning, everyone. So as you've been hearing over the last couple of weeks, we're starting our next alpha on... It's on that screen, but it's not on that one. Oh, no. ah. on the, uh, so on the 5th of June, uh, half seven. So alpha's a course that covers, you know, the basics of Christianity. And so what, what happens on the night is we come together, we have a hot meal together, so you don't need to have dinner. Um, we watch a video and then have a discussion where you can ask questions, uh, share your experiences, share your opinions. Um, so if anybody is here today who's not a Christian, who might be interested in this, um, the way you can let us know is if you go on the website, makingjesusfamous.org forward slash alpha, there is a sign-in link. Uh, Emmanuel, can I put you on the spot and ask you to go to it? Go to the link, if you can. Sorry, I didn't ask him to do this, but anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so it's quite simple. We just ask you to give us the details so that, you know, we know who's coming so we can prepare enough food and so we can send you any information you need beforehand. And so for everybody else who's uh, a Christian, who's part of our family, the way you can get involved is by inviting your friends. So if you've got any work colleagues who might be interested, you know, they don't have a faith at the moment, but they want to learn more, they want to ask questions. Um, this is a great opportunity to invite them along. And so when you invite them, make sure you give them the link so we know that they're coming. So thank you, everyone. I don't know why Emmanuel had to go to the link, but... Um, okay. <laughs> um, when I was 12 years old, I actually uh, went on an Alpha course. I was a very young, new Christian and um, didn't really have anyone in my life who were like a Christian. My family weren't Christian. And Alpha gave me a really firm foundation on the 
the basics of the Christian faith. And so I'd encourage if you, even if you are a new Christian and you feel like you need uh, just to know a bit more about God, about what um, we believe and Christians believe, and Alpha's a, a really great course for that. Um, up next, we have um, next, although it's, has it started, Kofo? The, oh, it has started. Okay, the first one was this week. Was it good? Were you there? Oh, Kofo, the Connect group? Yes. It started up a new in-person Connect but every Wednesday at half seven to nine here in the building. Um, so if you are looking for a Connect group, Connect groups are um, our midweek um, meetings where we get to grow as a family together in a much more smaller and intimate setting. So I'd really encourage you, if you're not part of a Connect group yet, um, go along on Wednesday. And if that doesn't work for you, then you can go to our website and look at other Connect groups that may be uh, better for you. Uh, we're nearly there, don't worry. We have a number, well, we have a few jobs coming up. I don't know if we've got a slide for this. Maybe not. Oh, we do. There we go. So there are some King's House jobs available. King's House is our conference center that runs in this building throughout the week. We have numerous uh, meetings and conferences that we host, uh, and it's a really great way of kind of, um, yeah, being part of a, a company and a family that kind of, yeah, have a, a wider mission to serve the city of Manchester. And um, you can go to that website, and you'll find more details about the job. So if you're looking for a job, then that could be the one for you. We've got two more. We're nearly there. The Youth Weekend Away. I hope there's a slide for this. There is. <laughs> On the, wow, that's in November. So you've got loads of time. 24th to the 26th of November, there is a Youth Weekend Away. Um, and you need to watch this space because there'll be more stuff coming soon. So put that in your diaries. If you are youth or you are a parent of youth, then put it in your diaries. Don't miss it. I'm sure it'll be a great time. And finally, on youth, there is kids and youth work today, which is great. So as I said, refreshments are happening after the service. It's going to be a great time, but there is kids work. So we're going to have a little little five-minute break for the kids and the youth to go out, go to your your classes. I'm sure you'll have a great time. And then if you can come back up in five minutes' time, we'll hear from Kofo. Great.
Hello everyone, I hope you're back from dropping the kids off. If you're not, you're not hearing this anyway, so that's okay. You should have, hopefully, a piece of paper. Is that right, Kofo? And a pencil or a pen? Great, I'm excited to see what this is about. So uh, without further ado, we're going to welcome Kofo. Kofo is one of the leaders here at King's Church. He's a pastor to many. I'm sure everyone would uh, attest to Kofo's pastoring ability. I'm going to quickly pray for you, Kofo, if that's okay. Uh, yeah, Lord, I pray for Kofo. I pray as he brings your word today, Lord, that you'll speak through him. You give him the words to say, God, that he will just bring something fresh and some new insights into your word, Lord. I pray you bless every word that he says. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you, Corey. Um, 
we've been looking at the series on partners in mission. Go and make disciples of all nations. Um, <clears throat> today, I'm going to be looking at learning on mission. Learning on mission. As we go out to do mission, we learn, we see, we observe. So before I go into my message, I'm going to read two passages that I want you to hide somewhere. Just hide it somewhere, okay? I'm not going to even explain it. Just hide it somewhere. I might bring it back. I might bring it back, okay? So the first one is First John chapter 5. First John. Sorry, I just like, I know a lot of us, we have... Uh, uh, our tablet, our iPad, and uh, all sorts. I just like the paper Bible. I want to touch it. I, I need to touch what I'm, I'm yeah. I need to feel the paper. <laughs> need to feel the paper. Okay? First John chapter 5, verse 3 says, In fact, this is love for God to keep his commands. And his commands are not burdensome. The commands of God are not burdensome. First John chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. I'll read that quickly. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at, and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared. We have seen it and testified to it. And we proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and has appeared to us. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard, so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. We have been looking at discipleship. What does that mean? And today I'm going to be looking at the fact that discipleship is all about learning. Actually, for you to be a disciple, you are a learner. And we keep learning from our master. We keep learning from Jesus. We want to be like him. We want to do what he did because he has rescued us, he has saved us, but he has also sent us on a mission. A mission is like, there is something for you you are sent to accomplish. There is a task for you to accomplish. So once we are saved, and once you are a Christian, you begin to learn from the master, first of all. But also, you begin to learn on the job. You don't need to be a consultant missionary before you start to go on mission. Actually, from day one, you can go on mission. And as you go, you learn. And we are going to be seeing that practically. So as we are learning, we are growing as a follower of Jesus Christ. Please don't forget that. As you are learning, you are growing as a follower of Jesus Christ. So when Jesus commissioned us to go and make disciples, which we are going to be looking at a little bit more, he wants us to learn from him. But he also wants us to be learning on the job as we are going along to accomplish his purpose. You know the reason why I'm saying this? 
is because many people think it's only preachers, it's only pastors, apostles that are sent on mission. No, we are all sent on mission. We are only here, a few of us are here just to equip us, to give us direction, to say, God, what, what are you saying concerning where we are contextually? And then how can we bring your kingdom here on earth down? How can we advance your kingdom? And that is what we are here. It's all of us that should be doing mission together. And I use this analogy. I'm, I'm sure Manchester City fan Elvis is here. I'm not, I'm not happy. No, stop, stop that. We, we, we gave it to you on a platter of gold. <laughs> we, we're not talking about football today. But can you imagine that many times, you know, the coach is supposed to be the coach, the mentor, directing them, giving them strategy, giving them all those things. Now, we have turned the coach to be the player. And then the players are now the coach. It's all of us that should be playing and should be playing our part in the kingdom of God. I should explain that again. What I mean is that you are like the footballers. You are the ones that you should be, you should be playing your part to advance the purpose of the kingdom of God here on earth. Like the Bible says, apostles, prophets are there to equip the saints for works of service. We are actually the ones that should be doing the work of service. So we are going to look at that a little bit more today. <coughs> Let me ask a question. How many of us can draw? You are, a, you are a professional. When it comes to drawing, you are, you are very good at drawing. How many of us can draw? Let me see your hands up. Let me just see your hands. Only one person. Wow. In this church, only one person can draw professionally. Okay, we thank God. <laughs> we thank God. So let's, let's watch this movie. About five minutes. Please get your pen. Get your paper. Okay. All right. Let's watch it. We are going to be doing some work, so get your pen and paper. Hi. I've got a question for you. How many people here would say they can draw? <laughs> well, I think we've got about one or two percent of the hands going up. And it's interesting, isn't it? It's a little bit like um, people think of spelling um, or singing. They think, well, you can either do it or you can't. And, but I think you can. Because when people say they can't draw, I think it's more to do with beliefs rather than talent and ability. So I think when you say you can't draw, that's just an illusion. And today I'd like to prove that to you. Now when I say draw, I'm not saying we're all going to draw like Michelangelo. <laughs> we're not going to be painting the Sistine Chapel ceiling. But would you be happy if, by the end of this session, you could draw pictures a little bit like this? <laughs> or even a little bit like this? Well, actually, there's only two things you need to do to be able to achieve this. One is have an open mind. Are you up for that? Yes. And two, just be prepared to have a go. So grab a pen and a piece of paper. 
Okay, so here's how it's going to work. I'll show you the first cartoon we're going to do, so just watch to begin with. Here we go. Just watching. That's going to be our first cartoon. It's a character called Spike. So I'd like you to draw along with me. So I'll draw the first line, you draw, and when you've done that, look up, and I know you're ready for the next line. Okay. Here so we go. Now draw Start with the nose. Now the eyes, they're like 66s or speech marks. That's it. Next, the mouth. Nice big smile. Now, over here, the ear. Next, some spiky hair. Next, put the pen to the left of the mouth. Little line like that. Pen under the ear. Drop a line like that. Pen to the left of the neck, top of the T-shirt, line to the left, line to the right. Just hold your drawings up and show everyone. How are we all doing? <laughs> okay. Okay, fantastic. So, it looks like you've just learned to draw one cartoon, but you've actually learned more than that. You've learned a sequence that would enable you to draw hundreds and thousands of different cartoons because we're just going to do little variations on that sequence. Have a go at this. Draw along with me. Nose. Eyes. Smile. That's Now some hair. Pen to the left of the mouth. Under the hair. Little V-shape for the top. Line to the left, line to the right. So we've got another character. Let's call her Thelma. I think we should <laughs> stop there. We've got what Spike do you and think? Thelma. Let's try another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. So put the lights on. Let me see what you have drawn. Let me see. Show me. Show me. Well done. That's, that's good. That's good. Well done. Thank you. So let me ask you this question. How many of you believe now you can draw? Well done. Well done. You know the reason why I'm saying this? We believe, there are many things we believe we can't do. But you can. Believe, have an open mind, and have a go. We've been talking about partners in mission. Have an open mind and believe God. When God says, go and make disciples of all nations. Try it. Have a go. You can do it. Did you see? 
When I first saw the, the video, I said, no, it's not possible. How can I draw? Since then, I've been drawing. <laughs> you want me to show you? <laughs> We've got 15 minutes more. <laughs> no, I would have actually showed you if I've got the... I would have shown you. I was able to draw a tree. I was... No, honestly. Honestly. Not professionally, but I can draw now. Why am I saying that? The Bible says the commands of Jesus, they are not burdensome. Why do we think when, what Jesus told us to do, why do we think we can't do it? I think it's about being open-minded. Don't close your heart. Don't close your mind. Say, I'm going to have a go. Pray, attempt, pray for someone who is sick. Whether they, 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 they recover or not, you are afraid. That's the goal. At work, think of what, what ways can you bring the kingdom of God here at work. Find a way, say, well, I don't know how to preach about Jesus. I'm not a preacher. But I'm just going to say to someone, Jesus loves you. I'll just say, well, probably in my discussion, uh, about four years ago, about ten years ago, I met this man. I'm, I'm not religious, but I met this man, Jesus, who turned my life around, and this is what I used to do, and this is what I'm doing. When Jesus says, go and make disciples of all nations, he's, he's asking you to have a go. He's asking us to have a go. So when Jesus called his disciples, let's quickly look at that. Um, in Matthew, don't worry, I'm not going to read a lot of passage. <clears throat> in Mark chapter 3, I'm not going to read a lot of passages. And it's likely, Richard, we might do a commissioning this morning. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm just really, From verse 13, Jesus went up on a mountain and called to him those he wanted, and they came to him. He appointed 12 that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach and to have authority to drive out demons. He appointed, verse 14, he appointed 12. He has appointed all of us that we might be with him and that he might send us out to preach. 15, and to have authority to drive out demons. So I saw four things in the Bible passage we have read. The first one is presence, that we might be with him. The second one is that we will go and preach presentation. Or you call it preach, proclaim. It's all starting with P. Presentation. What's the next one? To have authority to heal the sick, to cast out devils where you see 
any activity of the evil one. We live in a broken world. We live in an evil world. Do you know you have power? You have authority to drive out any, any activities of the devil. So he gave us authority. You have authority. You may not know it, but it's there. Power. And when it comes to the gifts of healings, that's what I call presence. He has given all of you, you have God's grace. You have God's charisma. There is a gift of God inside you. It could be gift of healing. It could be prophecy. It could be wisdom. It could be knowledge. It could be showing mercy. It could be, there is something of God. God, the day you became a Christian, you have a gift. You have a present. So I saw those four things. Presence. We must never neglect our presence with Jesus. Presentation, that's he's sending us out to go and preach, to talk. When I'm talking about proclamation, you need to open your mouth. You know, some of us, we just close your, our mouth. You can't preach. You need, to, you need to verbalize it. That's what I'm saying. Presentation, proclamation, preach. <laughs> and then the next thing, power. You have authority, my friend. Just like only one person raised up her hand when I said, how many people can join this church? At the end of the day, I discovered that about 60 to 70 people could draw now. But we need to have a goal. You need to start somewhere. We need to start moving. We need to start doing the work. Let's have an open, open mind. Let's say, God, I want to have a goal. Let's, let's, let's agree with God. You know what I discovered? When Jesus called his disciples, just like Jesus has called all of us, he already knew that they could do that. He wouldn't have committed those things to them if he knew they couldn't. Even Judas Iscariot. I just want to see. I see powerful people here, sitting here. I see, I, I see men and women who have the authority of God to bring God down to their situation. Let's go and make disciples. Many of us say we don't know how to make disciples. Let me give you an example. You know, about five months ago, I just called some people out, if you want to be involved with media, and about eight, nine people came out, and I started to disciple them. I started to teach them, not just how to use the cameras, because you can use the camera. I was also teaching them the word of God. I want to say today, <laughs> I will no longer be behind, the, behind there. <laughs> I've graduated. <laughs> After five months, but I need to show them the way. And they started using it. They started practicing. They had a go. All of them, the day we started, they didn't have a clue about how to handle the camera. In fact, the first practice we had, if you were there, you would not want to watch them. The camera was all over the place. But they are experts now. They are experts now. Let's have a go. Let's say to God, God, you have given me your word. You said I should go into all the world and make disciples. By even being a friend with someone, by being a friend with your colleague at work, just, just 
you know, go with the sense you have God's authority. God's power to drive out demons or any activities of the devil. Please, we must not separate our discipleship from mission. In fact, you become more fruitful. As a disciple, go on mission. See yourself on a mission. Actually, your life is a life of mission. The day God called you, he already gave you a task. Go and make disciples of all nations. In fact, let's read that, and I'm going to close. I would like us to pray. Matthew 28, verse 18. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me because I have all authority in heaven and on earth. It's because of this that you can go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. So the next question I want to say is, what has God commanded you? You must find out from God. That's why I said presence. When you are with Jesus, the little moment you spend with Jesus, don't make your prayer life all about you. God, bless me. What do you, uh, uh, I'm going through this situation. Uh, I, I need you. Like I had a friend when I was in the university. He said, God, if you don't answer this question, I will backslide. <laughs> if you don't answer me, I give you two days. Can you imagine threatening God, giving God two days? If you, I'm giving you just two days. If you don't answer this prayer, I will backslide. It's not about it's not about us. We become fruitful. We become blessed once we start going. And I've seen God walk. You know, you know, as a church, we've been supporting some, some churches in France. And we thank God. I, I, I've seen that when we are committed to something, God blesses the work of our hand. But we need to start. I've seen God move in Congo. I've seen God move in Kenya. I've seen, we went to, was it Ghana just recently? And I can just see transformation happening. Please don't underestimate yourself. If that's the only thing I'm saying today, I'm, I'm quite happy. To become more like Jesus is all about becoming more faithful witness to him and the gospel of his kingdom. My prayer today. And I would like us, if you are there, you say you want to have a go. Yeah. I want to have a go. If you are saying, God, I want to have a go. I just want you to stand up. I just want you to stand up. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. God, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I want to have a go. Just like I discovered that I couldn't draw just uh, 30 minutes ago. But now I discovered that I can, I can learn. I can learn on the job. Richard, I'm going to ask you to come forward. Please. Yeah, no. <laughs> come up. I just feel we need to release and commission all of us. These people, all of us that are saying that we want to have a go. 
And as a senior leader, I just feel, yes, we're doing this together as, as, as a leadership team, that we, are, we want to pray and bless you and say we want to commission you to prosper, to go in his authority, to go in his power, to proclaim the gospel, and his presence will go with you. There will be a manifestation and a performance of his words over our lives. So I would like Richard to just pray for us. Thank you, Cover. Father, we know that there are some amongst us who are already being fruitful and we seem to be in awe of them that they can share the gospel and pray with people and see them respond. But for many of us, Lord, we, we do feel um, inadequate. Um, we feel scared at times. Um, we sometimes feel that this is beyond us. And we confess that we thought that we couldn't do it. We thought that it was maybe a bit too much for us or too difficult. But Lord God, we want to open our minds, open our hearts and allow faith to arise in this moment that we can do what you told us to do, Lord God. That you did not tell us to do something that you would not help us and empower us and equip us to do. That when you told us to go and make disciples, when you told us to proclaim the good news of what you've done in our world, what you're doing in our world, when you told us to share the gospel, Lord Jesus, you were telling us to do something that you would enable us and empower us and teach us how to do. And so we want to give ourselves again in this moment to say, Lord God, we will not be a selfish church. We will not be a selfish church that is all about itself and all about our needs and all about what we want and all about our blessings. But Lord God, we will give ourselves to you and your purpose. And where you say, go, where you say, go and make disciples, where you say, I'll be with you, where you say, I'll teach you, we want to put our faith in you in this moment and trust you because we are scared and we don't know how to do it. But we say, Lord, would you go with us and would you help us and would you teach us as we go and would you help us to teach one another and Lord, would we be more fruitful in the coming days than we have been in the days that have gone, Lord God. I proclaim over us as a church community an increase and multiplication in fruitfulness in Jesus' name. That we will share the gospel, the good news, simply but with power and authority. Lord God, that we will not um, cower away, that we will, not, um, we will not be held back in fear, but that we will share. We will share in real, honest, and simple terms the truth of who you are, the difference you made in our lives, and the invitation that you offer to others. And you're going to help us, Lord God. So I do commission us in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I commission all of us, myself included, to be a gospel people, sharing the gospel with our friends, neighbors, colleagues, family members, and seeing people's lives transformed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Richard. Um, worship team, can we just sing a song in response to that? Um, while we are coming up, um, just 
as a commissioning verse for you, Luke chapter 5, verse 17. I think we can, I think we should look chapter 5, verse 17. And I want to just see that with Jesus. One day, Jesus was teaching and Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village and Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem. Please, <laughs> did you see what happened? And the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. As you go, I want you to know as you, as you proclaim, as you preach, as you want to heal the sick, as you want to do anything for the kingdom, the power of the Lord will be with David, will be with you to heal the sick. Alright, thank you. I decided I 
as we close this part of our meeting, um, I would just encourage you to remember the, the four P's that Kofo brought, that we have his presence, here we shall proclaim and present the gospel as we go about this week, that we have his power, his power, and that we have his presence, his gifts that God has given us. Um, so as we close this part of the meeting, do not fear, there is refreshments and we have extra special refreshments today. We have cake and cookies and other good stuff down on the first floor hall um, for uh, the baby dedication. But uh, I think these guys are going to keep playing a little bit longer, maybe. Maybe they are now. <laughs> um, and, uh, but yes, refreshments, definitely grab a cake. It'll be a great time uh, to be fellowship with one another.